0: of the crop with
1: cat's creep only on 107.9 Cam Glenn Radio.
2: Meow. Yes hello and welcome you are listening to Kat Gibson right here on Cam Glenn Radio with you all the way through until one o'clock. On today's show I'm going to be talking to Cathy McGee from Dyslexia Scotland as Dyslexia Awareness has kicked off this week. This condition affects a huge number of people in not just Scotland but worldwide and it's got a number of high profile Ambassadors like Jackie Scott, Formula One racing driver, massive advocate for people who've got this sort of condition, the swimmer Duncan Scott, and most recently Hamza Yassin, the Strictly champion and the wildlife presenter. I'm also going to be talking to Liz Allen about Eunice Kennedy, one of the huge political dynasty families, the Kennedy clan. And it this is Eunice and Eunice might be considered one of the Kennedys that changed the world. And you'll discover more about that and something called the Special Olympics. If you haven't heard about it, make sure that you listen in because Liz will be telling us all about what the Special Olympics are and why it's in a little bit dif- it is it's different and it's not held at the same time as the Olympics and the Paralympics. It's held at a different time, normally in a completely different area and why that's the case and what it's about and all of that sort of thing. So we'll be hearing more about that later on. Now, with Eunice Kennedy, we've also got a bit of an Arnie connection. And it turns out we've not just got an Arnie connection. We do have an incredibly local connection because one of the ambassadors for the Special Olympics is Drew McIntyre, one of the WWE wrestling professionals. And he is friends with Jack Jester, who we've had in in the studio and we got to talk to. And Jack is, of course, performing at the Panto in the Pavilion this year. So there's your local connection right there. But make sure you listen in because that's a great interview. As well as, of course, some amazing music from Scotland and beyond. So let's kick off with this one. Brand new one from Jess Glynn. It's just been announced recently that she's um, got a partnership or a relationship with Alex Scott. Um, football Focus, The One Show and uh, this track is from her brand new album, first album in a long time, from 2018 apparently it's called Friend of Mine
3: One word One
4: fight To go around Turn on the wrong...
3: Scream on Cam Glenn Radio, 107.9 FM.
5: Your voice, your music, your station.
6: They won't leave when the sun comes up But it's your smile that I'm lost in Drink me, I'm a half full cup
2: new one from a band called Waverly, they're a five-piece band based in Edinburgh, have got a brand new album coming out, Uh, if it wasn't out, I think it was the tail end of last month it was out, but that's the track called Open Bar, and before that you heard the brand new one from Jess Glynn. As you can still hear, I'm still struggling on with my cough, it's not quite cleared, still loaded a little bit with a cold, but we're going to see how we can power on. First up, then, we've got a new track. This is from Rosie H. Sullivan. She came from the island of Lewis. She's now a singer-songwriter in Edinburgh. This is from her brand-new EP, and this is called Fragments.
3: You have gone I have lost my senses out at sea.
5: Tragic mistake Hey, all right, all right It's to Shut up tonight Okay, okay all, right, all right To do taint, the things you right. like I said hey, hey all right It's to Shut up tonight To drink and dance and do all those Other things that you're made to do <laughs> Me do, me do Me do, Me do, Me do Donny boy is brutal But it's sadly quite true That this could be the end Sense. As he's flying through the air The noodle receivers in his brain kick And as he swears to a fever He recounts all the nights of petty, violence and stellar And wonders if he could have been a different sort of fella And he wasn't the worst And he wasn't the best there's he's a product of the time where we felt tense The measure of a man not the tenderness of his touch. Woke up just a couple days later, that had to use the defibrillator. He was touching gold for a bed there. They said that he was lucky to be here. And as he contemplated the lesson, would Donnie Boy become a new person? You know I've often wondered in passing. He's in the pub tonight, you should ask him.
2: There you go. That was Declan Welsh and the Decadent West, 100 to 1 on a Saturday night. Before that, you heard from Edinburgh singer-songwriter Rosie H. Sullivan. Declan Welsh and the Decadent West have just launched album number two, of course, and that was on October the 27th. They are currently on a national tour. They've already done their gigs in Glasgow. If you haven't seen them live, they're honestly absolutely stunning, really, really well worth looking into is Declan Welsh and the Decadent West. I quite like them. I think they're very sort of indie sounding. It's not just sort of um, the guitar bass isn't just the thing. It's to do with the lyrics as well. It's uh, just incredible, amazing. Another band I'm really into at the moment is the Laureates. This is their brand new track, just out for Halloween. It's called Witches.
7: to do what you want to do and it's a great way of making new social connections learning new skills expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun so to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glenn Radio just email volunteering at uk. So there you go that was the Lorettes just before the break with
2: their track, which is just incredible. It's an all female band. They've actually just been performing as the support act for Big Country up in Elgin. and They had a, a, their own concert was in Greenock on the Friday night as well. Now I'm sure many of you woke up to the sad news on Sunday morning that Matthew Perry, famous of course for playing Chandler, Bing bringing friends had died at the age of just 54. Our thoughts are with his family and friends. It's Really strange how much I felt that this death in particular has affected me. I I didn't know him. I'd never met him. And and although I was watching Friends, I'm quite sure all of my teenage and young adult life, I didn't actually think that much about it. But I think it sort of hammered home to me because Friends was one of those touchstone things. It was something I watched before I went out. It was started maybe in the late 1990s, so I was going through... Uh, university I would have been starting my professional career and finding my feet and probably was experiencing something just slightly behind the friends group that was being depicted on the screen and I was initially feeling a bit sort of you know shocked and annoyed at myself thinking I don't know this person why am I getting upset that this has occurred but actually I was reading about a psychologist and our psychologist has basically said that there will be a group of people who'll be experiencing quite a strong visceral emotion to this news. And it is because of this is something that was part of our growing up and it's almost like a tangible reminder that this isn't this isn't going to be forever. And, you know, we've got to think about next steps, what happens afterwards and what is our legacy? Are we really doing something that we want to do? Are we living our lives to our full? Are we living our passions? And it's all of these sort of things that are coming into to line with the news of this. But a very upbeat tune, of course, is the themes from Friends. So this is the Rembrandts, and I'll be there for you. <laughs>
3: told you life was gonna be this way your job's a joke you broke you love like-
2: From High Cross Hill
0: to Halfway.
2: And across the southeast of Glasgow,
0: this is Cam Glenn Radio,
2: 107.9 FM,
0: your local station.
2: Sharon McGuinney does a show here on a Tuesday morning between 10 and 11 called The Mixed Bag, and she plays a mixture of tunes from right across the pop, the rock, and sometimes the country genres. She was out apparently on the weekend to see Fallout Boy, so let's go and listen to Champion.
3: I'm calling you from the
6: future to let you know we made a mistake and there's a fault from the past that's.
5: And I'm back with the madness I'm a champion Of the
3: people who don't believe in champions I got nothing but dreams inside I got nothing but dreams I'm just young enough to still believe Still believe We're young enough not to know what to believe in Young enough not to know what to believe in Yeah
8: got rage every day on the
3: inside the only thing i do is sit around and kill time i'm trying to blow out the pilot light i'm trying to blow out the light i'm just young sure enough to still believe still believe, With
2: champion and fallout boy if you like that make sure you listen in to sharon McGinley on a tuesday morning right here in cam Glen radio from 11 o'clock 10 o'clock sorry 10 till 11 it is and we're going on and doing our community announcements well we can once i get the jingle up cam Glen radio community announcements Okay, so are you looking for a fun and healthy way to get those steps up? Join Healthy and Happy for their weekly walks. On Tuesday, they meet at Glen Cairns Football Club K- Car Park at 4 o'clock and walk to a local location. And on Wednesdays, they meet up at Weston Wardlaw Parish Church at 12.15 and they walk through Malls Myers. To book, go to healthyandhappy.org.uk forward slash what's on. Universal Connections Hamilton hold LGBTQI groups every Thursday night in their Hamilton premises in Woodside Walk. The group is for young people aged between 12 and 16 and it runs between 5 and 7.15pm. And the 16 to 25 age group runs from 6.45 to 9 o'clock. For more information call 01698 456 680. That's 01698 456 680. And finally, the next meeting of Cambus Lang Community Council is on Tuesday the 21st of November at 7pm in the Cambus Lang Institute in Greenlees Road. This meeting also incorporates the annual general meeting and it will be the last meeting of 2023. So everyone living in the West Canvas Lang West Council ward is welcome to come along. And that's all of your community announcements. Coming up in just a moment, we're going to have Liz Allen talking to us all about the Special Olympics and Eunice Kennedy. Eunice was one of the amazing political dynasty family, really, of the Kennedy clan that sort of created and supported John F. Kennedy. And it's been 60 years since the, his tragic death of John F. Kennedy in Dallas in 1963. So here is that interview on with our series of phenomenal women i'm going to be speaking to liz allen all about the founder of the special olympics because it turns out that it's been i can't even remember is it 50 no more than 60 years since her brother was famously killed in dallas during 1963 and her brother was of course john f kennedy so we're talking about one of the other kennedy sisters because this is a hugely political dynasty isn't it Do you want to tell us all about eunice
9: Well, I'm here hoping to share with all our listeners, and most of all with you, Kat, the story of Eunice Kennedy, who was one of the nine Kennedy brothers and sisters. Four boys, five girls, and Eunice was a very close sister to JFK throughout his life. So will I begin at the beginning and tell you why many people say Eunice Kennedy was the Kennedy who really changed the world? So that's a big ask of me. She was born in 1921. Now, as always, your first 15 years of your life are very, very important. And she was very close to all her brothers around her age, especially her older brother, Joseph Jr. and John Fitzgerald. And she was also very close to the two sisters who were closest in age to her. And I think our listeners might be surprised to know what a glamorous early life Eunice Kennedy had. Mm -hmm. Because, you see, she came to London. Joseph, the father, was the American ambassador. And we're looking at luxury parties in the American embassy. Thousands, apparently, thousands of bottles of champagne. And she lived a debutant life and she visited Buckingham Palace You know, what came into my mind, in many ways, she was an American heiress, a bit like the background to the Downton Abbey story way at the beginning. Now, one of her sisters, Kathleen, actually did marry a lord in Britain, but was tragically killed in a plane crash at the age of 28. The other sister, who I think very much overwhelmed our Eunice, was her older sister, Rosemary. Rosemary had been what we would now call a girl that needed special care. And you see, this didn't fit in with the plan that the parents of the Kennedy children had. They wanted high-achieving, competitive and above all, successful and healthy children. And when Rosemary started to be just too difficult the family decided that she needed an operation. And this was actually a very controversial and dangerous operation and it was a lobotomy. And this actually took away any kind of intellectual independence from Rosemary. And, you know, Rosemary Kennedy was hidden away by this Kennedy family and she actually lived into her 80s And spent 60 years in an institution. So that was a very great shadow over Eunice's life. Not only the loss of her sister, but the the shadow of how do we deal with a woman and many others like her. So growing up, after she left the high life of America, she was very active and very capable during the war. She worked for the American State Department and she went, perhaps, as I've said, because of the experience of Rosemary. She decided she was going to put all her huge energies into the issues concerning child health, child development and early initiatives to just address this huge need. She lost the sister who had married the Lord. Age twenty-eight, and that was Kathleen Kennedy, always known as Kick in the family. And I think these tragedies of the Kennedy girls are so important to remember because you see, the Kennedy sons had been reared by Joseph to be presidents of the United States, and all the plans were thrown up in the air because the firstborn the son, Joseph Jr., was killed in a wartime plane accident. So all the the weight and all the hopes went on to John Fitzgerald Kennedy and Joseph put all his energies into raising this next president. And you know, our Eunice and these other women of the Kennedys were very much under the studious eyes of Rose Rose weighed her daughters every week. Rose was moulding them, but something in Eunice was saying, I will make my own path and I will do something for the many, many thousands of men and women who are challenged in their everyday life, like my sister Rosemary. And I think that's what led her into this life and dedication of work for others. She was very fortunate she met a man with unusual first name of Sergeant and she married Sergeant Shriver in 1953. She had five of a family and throughout that she was supporting JFK. She was supporting him in the in the political world but also developing her her expertise. She was one of those folk who could get things done. In fact, she said herself... I inherited the famous Kennedy competitive drive. I was 24 years old before I knew I didn't have to win something every day. So that gives you an idea. She was a woman of action and she poured these energies into supporting children who were as disadvantaged as her sister Rosemary had been. She had the money, she had the support of her husband, and in 1962, just after JFK had become president, she founded Camp Shriver on her own Maryland farm. And that was a camp for children with special needs. This was the first real source of what evolved into the Special Olympics. And here are her own words. These Special Olympics prove a very fundamental fact. The fact that children with mental retardation can be exceptional athletes. Through sport, they can realise their potential for growth. Now, from these small beginnings... The Special Olympics have gone on to be an international event from I Cross to Fern Hill If it was significant that after the the death of JFK, she put even more energies into this cause, and you know nearly three million athletes now have participated in the Special Olympics, and after she lost a second brother in an assassination, that was Bobby Kennedy. She and Sergeant Shriver moved to France and one of their plans was to make these Olympics much more international. And she put the energies, maybe the energies of personal loss, but the energies of a real wish to help others. She had the money, she had the support, she had the resources and that's how she spent her life. And I think she also was breaking barriers because, you know, she was the first one of the family who said what the struggle was with Rosemary. And she broke that barrier. Here's what she said. Like polio and all many other diseases, intellectual disabilities can happen in any family. Families of the poor and the rich and even the family of the President of the United States. So she was saying, there's no shame in this, and this is my life's work.
2: Yeah, amazing, absolutely amazing. I mean, the whole family was sort of a political dynasty. Yes. And the other thing to remember is none of this was happening in a vacuum. The whole reason that George Sr. was so adamant that his boys were going to do well is because of the discrimination that he had felt because he was from a Catholic family mm-hmm. and that Catholics hadn't at that point ever held the White House. So this was a big thing as well. And, and dealing with all of that, which is maybe why he drived the boys so much, which mm-hmm. meant that the girls got not an easier ride. But, you know, they were sort of more in the background. And it's now that you're hearing about what, all the work of all the girls and what the girls did and what the girls have achieved.
9: Now, I I think that's very significant because you see, in many ways, what Joseph did was he was he was molding these sons. And one article I read said that Eunice had a dismissive father whose vision for his family all focused on his sons. But in fact, all the women, all the sisters of JFK have shown enormous determination. And in Eunice's case, she was angry. Mm. I think she was angry that Rosemary had been hidden away and she was angry about all the thousands of people who didn't have resources and didn't have a loving family and what was going to happen to them. And by goodness, the work ethic of that woman... She said it was Rosemary that let her know what faced handicapped people. How would I ever have found out Mm -hmm. if I hadn't had Rosemary in my family? Because nobody accepted them anywhere.
2: Well, yeah, and that was the other part of it, wasn't it? Is the fact that all of these children with disabilities, particularly intellectual disabilities, there wasn't any sort of place that you could put them. They were sort of institutionalised. They were taken away from their family backgrounds. They were, in fact, in the olden times, they were regarded, wasn't it, bedlam people would go and visit them because they were, you know, different from the norm. And, of course, they would have become more agitated because they're away from their family, they're away from what they know, and they weren't getting treated terribly well anyway. So I think it's all of this. What an incredible person to to go and do what she's done. She, She
9: was a woman. I think the book that I read said that... Our Eunice Kennedy was the woman from the Kennedy family who really changed the world. And many folks say that the lasting legacy of the Special Olympics that really was built on her total determination to spend her life helping others has had this impact right across the world. I mean, she was an angry woman, but she channeled that anger into love for many, many folks all across the world. And I think Eunice Kennedy, if we're talking about the 60 years since the death of JFK, we should broaden it and look at the lives of many of these sons and daughters of Rose and Joseph and think what they've done in their life. Later on, of course, I've got the the action hero connection for you. Oh,
2: with Arnie, of course.
9: Well, w- the one and only. Apparently, our Arnie Schwarzenegger likes to be called Arnold. Mm-hmm. So I'll call him Arnold. Well, one of the five children of Eunice was Maria and Maria married Arnold Schwarzenegger at the time when he was deciding, first of all, to be a Republican and then to join the political world in America and he ran to be governor of California. Now, of course, Eunice was a lifelong Democrat, but she swallowed our political ideas for that particular few months and she put all her energies and knew the Kennedy glow into campaigning for Arnold And he was elected and he served twice as governor of California. And what I was also realising is the, the Kennedy kind of glamour. Hollywood continues because Arnold's daughter, Catherine... Is now the wife of a certain guardian of the galaxy, Chris, oh, Pratt. Chris Pratt. Chris, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get our superheroes or our people mixed up. No, Chris, Chris Pratt. So that makes Chris Pratt the guardian of the galaxy, husband of Catherine Schwarzenegger. Does that make him the grandson, grandson-in-law? Because Arnold was the son-in-law. So that makes him the grandson-in-law. Family relationships get tricky, don't they? I think Eunice is someone that many more people should know about. And you know, one of the other things that she said about herself is that, I will never stop this work. This has given me a cause. And she saw her campaigns as being another part of the civil rights movement, because it was giving people from a hidden sector of society equality and dignity. And it has gone on to be so profoundly important. In fact, the Special Olympics were held in Germany this summer. Would you like to know about the Scottish success? Okay. Well, as always, we're always looking for the Scottish success. And, you know, one of my wee issues is... Our news is so structured and we don't hear about so many wonderful achievements. Well, let's hear it for the Scottish participants in the Special Olympics for 2023. In gymnastics, they came home laden with medals. Isn't that wonderful? In judo, they won gold medals. And in cycling, they won a great number of medals and in... As part of this ever-increasing accessibility, we've had the recent World Championships in Glasgow and four for the cycling. So four of the Special Olympic athletes from Scotland in the cycling took part in a demonstration race on the same course as used by the elite cyclists. So Scotland was... A world beater in that regard. And one of those cyclists actually goes out with a cycling club from East Kilbride, oh, nice. The St Christopher Cycling Club. My son goes out with them as well. So I found a personal connection for you. So I hope that keeps you happy. Very good. Uh,
2: very good. Excellent. And what's the musical choice?
9: Now, this was, I thought, a problem. So our friend Google came to mind. And I googled in singers who are called Eunice, oh, right, okay. after our Eunice Kennedy, uh-huh. and you're looking puzzled, Kat. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Well, the birth name, Eunice Kathleen Wayman, is the birth name of Nina Simone. Oh, there you go. So I would like to have a jazzy, upbeat number, My Baby Just Cares For... <laughs>
10: My baby don't care for clothes My baby just care Liz Taylor is not a style And even Lana Turner's smile Something he can't see Taylor is not his the style and even Liberacy's my heart something he can't see is something he can't see I wonder
7: We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do. And it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV, and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glenn Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk.
2: And my thanks goes out to Liz Allen for telling us all about Eunice Kennedy and the Special Olympics. And you heard as the final track there, it was Nina Simone, My Baby Just Cares For Me. Now, I was sent a copy of Shirley Ballas's brand new bestseller, which is called Murder on the Dance Floor, where an ex-professional dancer takes on turns sleuth, seeking to discover the serial murder at the elite dancing competition. I mean, wow, it's not a book for the faint hearted because it's quite racy. But as soon as I saw the title, I thought, forgot to play this one. Here we go. Murder in the dance floor, Sophia Ellis Baxter.
3: It's murder on the dance floor. But you better not kill the groom. DJ, gonna burn this goddamn house right down. Oh no. out You are listening to because Cat Scream on Cam Glenn Radio 107.9
11: FM.
5: Up your on voice, feed your music, your station.
2: home chorus and of course if you've not heard or you haven't heard me listening talking about it before Gareth Malone is coming to the Pavilion Theatre tomorrow night as part of the sing-along special I can't wait, you can imagine how devastated I am that I'm not really in proper voice for it but I think it'll be a great night and I'm so looking forward to meeting up with some of the the people that I met online during the Great British Home Chorus. Joining me in the studio now is Graham, hello. Graham, how are you?
11: Hello, Kat. I'm really doing good, thanks. How are you doing?
2: Not too bad, not too bad. Some
11: morning out there.
2: Trying hard, very hard not to cough during my life. It's getting quite difficult. So we're going to do the... We're going to have the... The cat's cream, and then we're doing the weather. Hold on. Everybody wants to
0: again.
5: You're listening to the Cream of the Crop with Cat's Cream. Only
1: on 107.9 Cam Glen Radio. Meow!
2: Now for the weather on Cam Glen Radio.
11: And looking at the weather for this afternoon. It's forecast forecasted heavy rain. Uh, up till later on this afternoon until tonight and the temperature today is no more and 11 Celsius tomorrow it's actually going to be dry as well they have issued a yellow warning for rain up till 3 o'clock this afternoon and the sun set it's at like sixteen thirty five this afternoon.
2: Half past four this afternoon, just yeah, yeah, just
11: about half past four.
2: Good grief, yeah. You could see it last night. I, where, did you see many geysers? Were there lots at your door last night? Nope.
11: We had nothing. Did we you not? N- no, we were quite quiet. No, we, no. we,
2: we, we always have quite yeah. quite a
11: lot. We used to have a lot of kids that used to stay around next to us, but they've all moved away now.
2: And I suddenly realised that because my tour getting beyond that, I hadn't even bothered decorating the house for Halloween. Yeah. So it's clearly people who, re- who recognise going, hold on, they used to do Halloween, we'll go and get something from them. Yeah. So I had made up bags and, and we had quite a few come to, to the door. I can't remember any of the jokes, but some of the jokes were absolutely yeah. shockingly bad last there night. There were a lot of
11: good Halloween pitches up on Instagram.
2: Oh, is there? Oh, right.
11: I have four of them up on Instagram. Okay.
2: So tell us about the GMS, GMS show. GMS
11: show, Saturday night. So the month of November, it's all the old school music. So that's what I'm doing for the month of November.
2: Uh-huh. And what about this thing that's happening in the beginning of December? Uh,
11: yeah, I think it's the first Saturday in December. It's mm-hmm. some format of I an kind of at night Um, it's taking place but I don't know really much about it but I've only been told about it
2: but you're doing it yeah I'm
11: doing it yeah <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it yeah I'm actually taking part in it as well but uh, yeah so it's myself and Michael Bell and a couple Yancell. of volunteers and Jansters taking part in it mm-hmm. yeah but, excellent uh, yeah. Oh, and yeah.
2: that's the first Saturday in think, December yeah excellent okay so you've picked your track it's Basement Jackson it's just one Yes. yep here we go
3: make it better just one kiss and you're we'll flying.
2: of techno music old school disco it is listening in to the GMS show on a Saturday night between 7 and 9 right here on Cam Glenn Radio coming up next then we have got brand new one from Lauren Maybury. she is the lead singer of Churches and she's got a brand new album out this is called Shame Shame that was Lauren Mabry there with Shame joining me now on the telephone. Hello there Cathy is that you? It is,
1: hello.
2: Hello there Cathy, thank you so much for doing this for me. So um, this is Cathy McGee, she is from Dyslexia Scotland uh, to talk about dyslexia awareness. So It's one of these things, I'm never really sure whether you're supposed to call it a condition or what you're supposed to refer to it. So you tell us a little bit about how we should be referring to it and and what it is and and how you can help.
1: Yeah, no, thanks very much. Um, No, I mean, dyslexia, we talk about um, dyslexia as a a specific learning difficulty or a learning difference, um, and it affects uh, one in ten people. um, So it's very common Um, And it's really, um, it's well known as a difficulty in people's ability to learn, to read, write and spell. But there's also a lot of other associated difficulties um, that might uh, have more of an impact on someone's day-to-day ability to learn and to work. Um, So things like uh, working memory and concentration, processing, organizational problems and difficulties in in following instructions uh, can be issues uh, for dyslexic people. But there's many strengths associated with dyslexia as well, um, such as lateral thinking, abilities, good verbal skills, and strong visual thinking, uh, as well as often uh, resilience because people have had to learn uh, how to do things differently to their peers mm-hmm. so that can be really helpful um, going forward in, in their workplace if they get support at the right time
2: mm-hmm. Interesting that you were talking about um, the, the, the sort of plus side of it if you like mm-hmm. my daughter has, is affected by it and one of the things that I would say is a huge strength for her is her her, her amazing memory her, her her memory is just phenomenal it's like yeah. she can see something and she can lear- learn it because she has seen it as opposed to know how to spell it if you see what I mean uh-huh, uh-huh, it, it's uh-huh. just her, her memory work is just incredible and anything she has to learn off by heart that's something that you know is she does like drills of these learning things off by heart because if she knows something off by heart she doesn't have to read it and that's not panicking her when she's having to do something if you see what I mean
1: yeah no that sounds like a fantastic strategy and you know, absolutely you know that sort of visual uh, ability to sort of you know visualise things can be really helpful for for, for people um, and really strengthen their ability to kind of verbalise and and as you say kind of you know respond to 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 the kind of um, tests and so on that mm-hmm. can be really really good.
2: And when we're talking about something like dyslexia, dyslexia, I I think for some of the listeners it may be something where it has been sort of dismissed maybe, um, possibly because it's something that is it's come more into it's been seen to be more talked about nowadays as it was previously but things like jackie stewart who was growing up what just after the war and he was talking about always being regarded as being considered stupid and things Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. he's been one of the, the the most vocal advocates talking about dyslexia and things like that so do you think things have changed are we talking about it now are we making allowances for people who've got dyslexia
1: um, I think it's certainly changed. I think it's certainly improved over the years, um, I think, since since the Jackie's um, kind of time at school. Um, but unfortunately, we do still hear of um, adults, you know, in their sort of 20s and 30s who, you know, are still sort of uh, talking about how they were made to feel at school. Um, you know, we often hear... Um, parents and grandparents uh, when their own children are beginning to be identified. It often kind of, you know, brings back to them the memories of school and what it was like and so on. Um, So I think, you know, there are still people who leave school who um, have not been identified as being dyslexic or do not feel they've been supported, but it's definitely improved, absolutely. And, you know, I think there's much more of a sense of people being able to feel you know, proud of, 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 of being dyslexic. And, um, you know, uh, this week in Dyslexia Awareness Week, there are lots of schools who are, um, encouraging, um, the, the learners to, to, to wear blue ribbons, to talk about the strengths of dyslexia, you know, to sort of really share and talk about what it means to them. So I think there's a much more openness about dyslexia, um, which is fantastic. Um, but we still do hear people who, you know, they often it comes from themselves that they feel that, that there's a stigma associated with that. Um, and that's really why, um, you know, d- during the sexual Awareness Week and throughout the year, we really try and make sure, you know, that we are talking about, you know, um, you know it's something where it's great if people can ask for help. Um, it's great that others around kind of know what dyslexia is and also what it isn't. Um, you know, it's got nothing to do with intelligence. Um, people learn in a different way. Um, And I think we are in society kind of more um, open to being sort of, you know, to being aware of kind of neurodiversity and learning differences and, you know, recognizing that everyone has a different way of kind of learning and contributing. So I think that has certainly changed. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, we're... We're really lucky to have um, we have uh, you know, ambassadors and our president Jackie Stewart, and 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 other ambassadors um, who are able to talk about what it means to them in in a, a range of different settings. So. Um, tomorrow night we've got um, our newest ambassador, Hamza Yassin, um, who was, of course, the Strictly mm-hmm. uh, Come Dancing um, winner last year, um, and is also well known um, for being, um, you know, the a wildlife, wildlife cameraman. Answer. Yes, and and CBBS and Countryfile, etc. Um, so he is 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 going to be speaking about his his dyslexia, the strengths, the difficulties, what strategies he uses, um, and what it means to him, which is just so good for for young people to be able to kind of see and hear, you know, people in a range of different jobs, um, you know, talking about how they... How they, how, they, how they deal with their mm-hmm. dyslexia, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there's, there's so much out there that can help now um, and it's good that we can signpost people to p- to, towards, you know, what does help.
2: Yeah, and I was saying about this event that's taking place in Stirling, is that something that's going to be put online for other people to view?
1: Um, unfortunately, it won't be filmed, um, uh, so um, that it, it, that there are other online events, but no, the one on, on Thursday is not going to be filmed, um, We have a variety of different events, some of which are filmed and some are not. Um, Mm -hmm. But if there are still some tickets left, uh, Mm -hmm. so if people want to come to Stirling, um, then have a look at our website. um, And um, I think it'd be a great night. Uh, (coughs) Nearly uh, uh, Over 300 people already booked. um, So lots of interest in it.
2: So as I was saying, my my daughter's obviously had uh, this... We've we've actually had the official diagnosis, if you like, and uh, it's taken some time. The it's, it's very difficult to get the right people to, to look at somebody to, to assess them and get the assessment to be recognised by the skills and things like that. And I know that's not really something that, that, that you do, but you do do a lot of support about what it's like to ha- be a parent of a dyslexic child and you offer master classes and things like that.
1: Yes, we do, yes. And there's a lot of information on our, on our website, you know, for parents, for young people, for teachers, uh, for lecturers, for employers. So, you know, um, anyone who's interested in dyslexia, then it's you know, do have a look at our website. Um, we also have a helpline, which is open to anyone who has questions about dyslexia. So there are many parents who ask, and, and you're absolutely right. Identification is one of the, the most common reasons why people call our helpline to find out. You know what it means to be assessed. You know what's the process. Uh, how how do you go about that in school or as adults? Um, and we do do some work um, with with teachers. Um, so we have there is a an addressing dyslexia toolkit which is a free online toolkit for all teachers in Scotland. Um, and Dyslexia Scotland manages that that um, toolkit with support of, from from an expert group of. of of teachers, local authority uh, members and other professionals. Um, There's also we do uh, run um, some uh, programs um, through some DTCS accredited programs for teachers as well. So we are involved in actually trying to Encourage and enable change in schools, and really to kind of raise awareness about you know what dyslexia does mean, um, how it can be identified, how the kind of um, identification process, you know what's the kind of ideal way of doing that. Um, so yeah, you're right. It can take uh, it can take too long um, for for many for many children to be identified, um, and it varies so much from school to school, from teacher to teacher, and from Um, you know, local authority to local authority. So we're really trying to, you know, through the modules, through the learning, through um, we had an education conference on Saturday uh, for teachers, Um, you know, all of that is really important in trying to kind of raise awareness and change practice. Um, to make it easier for um, young people to be identified and then to be supported.
2: Excellent, that's great. Now, so it's dyslexia awareness you were saying. Uh, So what is the web address so that people can get involved or or look up information if they feel that this has affected them?
1: So it's Mm -hmm. www.dyslexiascotland.org. .org.uk.
2: That's great, thank you. And I always get my guests to pick a track, and you've certainly been no different. I had to go looking for this one. So, <laughs> do you want to tell us a little bit about the background behind this?
1: Yeah, no, and thanks very much for for um, inviting me to to, to um, give a um, a a song please play. Um, the, the one I've chosen is by um, uh, Jennifer Ewan, the Jennifer Ewan band. Uh, Jennifer is one of our ambassadors um, and um, she wrote this song uh, called Disappear and it's about dyslexia and what it means to her.
2: That's great. Thank you so much for that. <laughs>
4: oh, no. There's a lot
2: Kathy McGee from joining us from Dyslexia Scotland to talk about dyslexia awareness that is taking p- place this week. And there are online events that you can join in with. There is also lots of information on the website if that you feel that this is something that's been affected or, or you're affected by. Coming up next, then we have got this song. It is from Cami Barnes and it's called Bonnie Song.
8: I listened to your first sound. Take my breath away i hold you close Within my arms Until my dying day Cos you gave me meaning My heart just kept a beat I never understand Those tiny things. I have
2: So that was, of course, Cami Barnes with the rock choir for Bonnie's song. And Cami was one of the people who had been he'd done incredibly well for Britain's Got Talent and got quite far up. We're now going to go and listen to two brand new tracks, neither of which, by the way, are Scottish, but the, the, we can play them, apparently. So we're going to go for Jamie Lawson. He had a huge hit a couple of years ago with I Wasn't Expecting That. It was this beautiful ballad about, you know, basically somebody's love story and over the over the years it was incredible so this is when it comes to love this is a brand new one from him hope you enjoy here it comes
0: you can spend your life running down a dream though you may- scared and don't be too shy try not to let life pass you by there'll be no answers if you don't ask why not when it comes to love when it comes to love you blew the roof off this little heart fall and roll away from this tree as long as you're happy it won't matter to me not when it comes to love when it comes to love (laughs) Comes
2: to love. Okay. <laughs> oh, there you go. Jamie Lawson there, When It Comes to Love. And like I said, he had a huge hit a few years ago with a song called It Wasn't Expecting That, which was just an incredible song. He's actually signed to Ed Sheeran's Gingerbread Man Records and he's apparently been around for quite a long time, so he's not like a one-hit wonder. He's actually been sort of honing his craft But that's a great tune, isn't it? There you go. So that was When It Comes to Love, brand new one from Jamie Lawson. Let's go and do some community announcements. Cam Glen Radio, community announcements. So the Scottish Government is consulting on whether to increase the minimum pricing of alcohol from 50 pence to 65 pence per unit. It's also asking if minimum pricing should continue. To access the consultation, go to gov.scot.uk. That's gov.scot.uk. And NHS Scotland is running an online course about understanding your own trauma to help improve your overall health and well-being. It's created by experts in trauma and recovery. To access the course, go to innerplacealloneword.co.uk and use the code TARTIN all uppercase to make the course free. And finally, this year's Slang Charity Calendar 2024 will be available to purchase again at Pandora's Box on Cambuslang Main Street from Monday the 30th of October. The calendar is selling for the bargain price of £5 with all profits going back into the community. And the calendar raises, raised over £1,000 last year. Alternatively, you can order it online. However, there will be additional costs for post and packaging. And you can visit the Canberra Community Council's Facebook, Twitter page or their website, which is Canberra Community Council, all one word, .com to order it now. And that's all of your community announcements right here on Cam Glenn Radio. Still to come on today's show, we've got music from The Chores, we've got our featured artist, The Exerts, and we're also going to be playing music from all saints so let's go and have a listen to this one this is the chorus the family band from ireland they were huge talking on corners it was a massive massive album runaway um and they did a F- fleetwood mac version cover sorry of dreams and this is another fleetwood mac song that they're covering this time it's little lies you'll hear the sort of irish sound in the background but it's just amazing really enjoy this little ice go that was of course the cores there with Little Lies now we are coming up to our featured artist this time our featured artist this week is a band called The Excerpts. they started apparently in Aberdeen and they have just grown from strength to strength, they've got a brand new album out and they have also got a new track, this track is called Gimme Cam Glenn Radio's Featured Artist
1: Like, what? Qu-
3: The girl hey, down whatever you drink Whatever cool I never feel it when I'm talking to you You don't get it, you just don't Give me like something like whatever cool
2: your interrupted ending there with the excerpts that was their track Gimme from their brand new album that's just been released. They're an incredible band. Now, up next, we have got, I'm going to go and see, let's do a listening party. I've never done one of these things I don't really know what to expect. So apparently you go to the cinema and you're going to be watching, so it's Dolly Parton and her rock star, which is coming out next month. No, November, it's coming out this month. And basically to, to get, people interested, and to get people sort of together, I suppose there's this idea of having these listening parties. So we're going along to the local cinema to see or listen to the listening party, which is Dolly playing the rock star. Now, the rock star album has all come about because Dolly Parton was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and she had initially thought that she wasn't going to do this, she wasn't going to accept this, because she didn't feel... She's known as the Queen of Country. She felt it was a bit much taking on this hall of fame for the rock and roll. But somebody had pointed out, like, Chuck Berry's there, Elvis is there. You've got to go and be part of that. Because, of course, these are all people who've influenced her and influenced her style. So Dolly thought, okay, what I'm going to do is create a rock album, Dolly style. And initially, I think people thought, really, is this going to work? Well, this is the lead track from Rockstar. It's called World on Fire. I played it earlier on in the summer. I think this is great, but what do you think?
3: Uh Liar, liar, the world's
12: on fire. What you gonna do when it all burns down? Now I ain't one for speaking out much, but that don't mean I don't stay in touch. Everybody's tripping over
3: this or that, what we're gonna do when we all fall flat? Liar, liar, the world's on fire, what we're gonna do when it all burns
12: down? I don't know what to think about us, when did we lose in God we trust? God Almighty!
3: And we're dead too Liar, liar, the world's on fire What you gonna do when it all burns down? Fire, fire, burning higher Still got time to turn it all around Don't get me started on politics
12: Now how are we to live in a world To carry in the fight. Marching in the streets with sticks and stones. Don't
3: you ever believe words don't.
2: Incredible, Dolly Parton there that is the first single off Rockstar that is World on Fire and as I said can't wait to go and see what a listening party is what does a room full of Dolly fans look like? I'll let you know once I've been alright so we're going to go and listen to another new track this is from a band called Hildeland. and And the track is called The Selkie of Soul Scary, but we're going to have a little break first.
7: Radio is an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers. And you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life.
2: go, that was Selkie of Soul a project with Land, and it was just very atmospheric, very sort of in the mood for Halloween, wasn't it? Now, the new Victory players are going to be presenting their show, The 39 Steps. That's taking place at East Kilbride Art Centre from Wednesday the 8th to Saturday the 11th of November. So, if any of you have seen the film, it's basically about, it's a who done it, not it? And it's, it's all very sort of fast-paced and Anyway, there you go. So it's going to be on at the East Kilbride Arts Centre next week. And so a huge out, a shout out to Damien and the rest of the cast who are going to be taking part. East Kilbride Art Centre, Wednesday the 8th till Saturday the 11th. Get your tickets through the SLC website. Now, we've got just a little bit of... Yeah, I think I'll do this one next. This song is from Kaylee Hammock my new favourite redhead thinks she's got an amazing voice we've all done it <clears throat> we've all been in a relationship and it's ended and the thing that we really miss is the dog here we go that dog <laughs>
12: I'd missed something this way Give you back the spare key Threw the baggage in the back seat. Drove away crying But not about you and me
0: All
3: I really miss is that dog I can't sleep at night I bet you're drunk anyway
2: Kayleigh Hammock there with that Dog Loves Me. I just think that's a great tune. What a brilliant sign and what an amazing singer that she is. I really enjoyed seeing her in concert. So that is nearly all from me, but there is loads more to come on Cam Glen Radio. We have got the family show with Amy Doherty at two o'clock and we've got the local history programme Halfway to Borough with Carrick McDonald from three to half past three. At six o'clock, you've got the Susan Langs playing the blues past and present. And Jamie Heaney has got somebody coming in to perform live, Jay Malley. And they're going to be chatting about music and their future plans. And the evening is rounded off at 10 o'clock with the old chart show with Jim Corbett. That's your line here on Cam Glenn Radio. Did you know that today is All Saints Day? Yep. I, I, it's sort of a, a sort of... Um, what would you call it pallet cleanser from halloween last night which is sort of a pagan festival so this is supposedly all saints day this is got absolutely not not that much of a connection very tenuous at best but here it is it's all saints i know where it is at <laughs> Butter.
11: To Kirk Hill. This is Cam Gwain Radio. 107.9
3: FM.